Hey guys, welcome back. It's been a couple of weeks and I know it's been a crazy couple of weeks for us, you guys, with everything that's going on. Nonetheless, we are back and as promised, we are going to break down this week the movie Love and Basketball. Now, with this movie, either you love the movie or you hate the movie. There really wasn't much of an in-between because depending upon the reasons why you loved or hated it, it would not have allowed for that. So, first alert, if you have not watched Love and Basketball, which shouldn't be very many people, but I would put us on pause, go check it out and come back. This podcast is full of spoilers, so be on alert for that. Otherwise, y'all know the vibe. Grab a corner, your AirPods, your earphones, whatever it is that you need, something to drink, possibly light up some candles, and let's get into it. Nothing but good conversation. All right, you guys. So, you know, I like to try to come with my facts the best way that I can. So, let's just break down the video, um, the movie. Okay, so we all know that Sanaya Lathan was in it and Omar Epps. And from what I read, I'm not confirming this to be true or not. Um, based on them acting together in the movie, they actually did end up dating for a little while. It didn't work out, but I think the chemistry on on screen for them was killer. Like, it was so natural. Um, they basically like fed off of each other's energy if you've done any type of acting which i have in order for you to even be successful in your role if you are in a scene and you're working with somebody else you guys have to be like one and they killed it for this role i mean even if you didn't like the movie you have to give them that now let's set the stage so sanaya lathan played monica and omar epps played quincy and they're two childhood friends. They both aspire to be basketball players. So their love for one another originally grows from this common interest for them both to be basketball players. And from the beginning, as we start to break this down, there was always a little bit of competition between them two. And I think a little bit of competition between you and a love interest will allow you to, in an essence, become closer. It keeps things spicy. The competition keeps things fun. It doesn't, you know, really allow for much boredom. So that's what we see in the beginning. Now, Quincy does have a daddy. Um, and it is his dad was played by Dennis Haysbert. So that is the guy's name. A lot of people know him from Allstate commercials. That's what I do him as. Um, what I didn't understand was why she called him Mr. L in a movie. I've seen this movie 10 bazillion times. I know all the words and I'll never understand that. However, his daddy played for, um, the LA Clippers. So he was basically born into the footsteps of someone that was great he was a legend um monica however was so competitive that sometimes her emotions got the best of her and i don't even think that that's a trait specific to women because i think that men can be competitive too and i do think that men can allow for their competitive nature to play out in sports as well so um, yes, that was one of her issues that Quincy took a lot of time in the movie to point out, ignoring his own faults, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, so, Spike Lee was one of the producers of this movie, Love Spike Lee Joints. It was released April 16th of 2000, so this movie just hit 
20 years old. Does anybody else know I'm so old? Just me? Okay. So this movie, again, is 20 years old. It plays out on TV. BET killed it. BET her. A lot of those um, stations, they, they play the movie quite often. You can own it now on DVD. Now, I will say that as much as you guys may have disliked this movie, um, Ryan Tomatoes rated at 83%. Ryan Tomatoes provides a lot of feedback on screenplay for movies and plays and 83% is actually pretty good it's almost it's it's not bad but it's really good because they can be very very tough um and 94% of google users like the movie now from what i hear a lot of people dislike the movie because they felt like Quincy was a womanizer and he took monica through hell and he didn't deserve her and i get it I get all of that. But ladies, let's take accountability for ourselves for once. Set the stage, honey. Monica was not the best girlfriend. Monica at times was extremely emotional, emotionally neglectful in the relationship. Outside of the relationship, she could have been deemed even abusive. I mean, think about when they got into the fist fight. Think about how aggressive she was. I mean, if we want to take this a step further and call a spade a spade, Monica was low-key a homewrecker. I mean, yeah, she had him first because that was her young love interest, but they parted ways. And, you know, when she did come back into his life after his injury, he was engaged to be married. She met the fiancé at the hospital. So, I mean, it's not as if she didn't know. Um, I think that the moment that those uh, feelings came back they should have been checked at the door <laughs> me myself I'm not perfect I don't think any of my listeners out there are perfect but in retrospect we are allowed to look at this movie and be like hey you should have checked your feelings she didn't do that there were many mistakes made on both parts and I think that Quincy took a lot of the brunt of the negativity as it pertains to the role that he played in their relationship but I think that it's imperative that we look at their relationship from both perspectives to all my ladies out there it's imperative and I say that word over and over because I need us to get that ingrained in our head this is important this isn't something that is minute or something that's trivial it's important to um look at yourself and what you can do as a woman to improve certain aspects of your relationship and i'm not talking about being a pick me yeah i know how i feel about pick me's we can talk about that in another episode if you guys would like but i'm talking about being the best you that you can be in a relationship if I use myself as an example in my marriage and even before I got married, because I think sometimes women forget you're not born married, even arranged marriages do not happen at birth, you are born single. But even if I take a look at myself as a girlfriend, as a baby mama, as a fiance, and then as a wife, there have been times that I was not emotionally available or fully uh, invested in the process. And I think that's what Monica does in essence throughout her relationship with Quincy. And it just so happens that she chased him in her mind for so long about the times like the interaction for prom. She wanted to be there with Quincy, but she went with some random because she simply didn't open her mouth and say something. 
something. They were waiting for each other to make that first move. As a woman, we have to be able to say, okay, if you that type of female, this is what I want, so I'm going to go after it. But there was a lot of games that Monica played, emotional games. And Quincy's a man. Men are not going to sit around for that much long, longer and put up the emotional games. They're going to move on to the next because their options are plenty. In 2020, how many females don't have moral standards or anything? We just talked about pick So if I look at myself and compare my relationship and our marriage younger um, on women love harder. So from the beginning when she was in love with him and she wanted to be his girlfriend, you know, she took that to heart, even though it was child, it was childhood things. Women love faster and harder than men. And with the men, they can get bored very easily. Now, this is not to excuse anything that transpired in this movie. It's just to simply hold ourselves accountable. Make sure that we are emotionally available and ready when we're in a relationship. Um, when you are mature enough to be able to say, okay, I could have been there a little bit more. I mean, the man had just found out that his daddy that he looked up to after all of these years that were teaching him the life lessons about being a man was a liar and he had his back for so many years but when his mom came with the receipts he had to realize that his daddy was a liar and what did she do she had curfew now at that time that's a personal decision you have to decide if you want to suit up to uh, be in a game or if you want to be there for your man but sometimes if your relationship is that important you have to make tough decisions me personally being the person that i am i would have stayed would you have um that's dependent on the female but i just wanted to say that i just wanted to say that to say that when it comes down to relationships such as the one that monica and quincy had in love and basketball that you have to be able to evaluate not only what that person did wrong but areas of opportunity within yourself even as it pertains to infidelity Let's switch over real quick to when she went to go see him after her game that he didn't show up for. So, hello, he was already emotionally gone. He didn't show up for the game. And then she went to go follow up with him as it pertains to the game and her stats. And he had a whole nother female come over there to go on a date. Think about it. If they're about to go out on a date and they've had conversations, they've been talking. He didn't walk up to her um, in the middle of the street and decide let's go to Burger King and while he did quote unquote say that he took the whole to Burger King Monica was right it was a cheap date cheap bitch I mean at the end of the day some females only require a four for four some females only require a spicy chicken sandwich and some females require more so what he did was he found someone that was a shoulder that was emotionally available to him that would accept a Whopper Jr. with cheese on the side as a date that wasn't something that monica was willing to do however she opened the door and the opportunity for somebody else to take her spot this may be a hard pill to swallow and it may be something that you guys don't want to hear but oftentimes in relationships it's not your fault that you were cheated on because how dare that person step out but if your man is begging you for attention and you're unavailable and you're not giving it to him do you really expect him to stay why he should be able to open up the doors of communication and let you go. Why should he have to go through all that? You're not there. 
So if you've ever been in a situation where you've been cheated on, while you don't want to make excuses and blame yourself, you need to look at any areas of opportunity that you may have had, meaning maybe you were on your P's and Q's, but he was just a dog. In that case, you shouldn't have been with him to begin with, but that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. The only point that I'm trying to make is in this situation, Monica and Quincy, their relationship had multiple areas of opportunities and they did not all fall on Quincy. So while he may have been a womanizer, what I see is a teenage boy that is popular, that is in high school, that has options, and so he's choosing. And what we have to remember is when you're looking at this movie back 20 years ago in that age, it may look one way, but you're looking at it now where you're over the age of 30 or so are pushing 30, it should, it should breed a completely different manner. Your opinion of the movie should be more mature. You put away childlike things because now you're a woman. You've come into your own. You've experienced some some situations with some Monica's and some Quincy's. And maybe you were the Quincy. You were the one that was with multiple people. And the man was the one that was more timid. And you played him like, like Monopoly. But what you want to do is always reevaluate the situation and take from it what you may. Any situation that you put in, it don't even have to be about infidelity. If you get fired from a job, what areas of opportunity did you have within that situation to either combat it or avoid it altogether? You always want to look in the mirror and self-evaluate. Don't always deflect because when you can't self-evaluate, then there is no room for growth. And that's what the beautiful thing about this movie is, is eventually they both were able to grow into adults, full adults, not just by age, but by mentality, come full circle. And then they developed a beautiful relationship. They got married and they had a baby. While the results may not be typical for all situations, as I said, I don't condone, you know, you knowing that a man is in a relationship and you talking to him. We're going to talk about that um, in detail in another podcast. He was with Tyra Banks. That was his fiance, And Monica knew that. So she decided to play competitive. She was competitive. We already talked about that as well. But I just urge you guys to always internalize and look at what areas of opportunity there were for you. Thank you guys so much for listening to my rants in regards to love and basketball. I have a special treat for you if you want to keep on listening. We are going to read our first submission. It is anonymous as it pertains to relationships, and we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back, everybody. So, just had to take a quick break. We're going to slide into our final segment for this podcast, in which I will be opening up and reading a anonymous submission from one of my listeners, and we're going to give them some advice and see if you take something from it. If you have something that you would like me to review on air and provide feedback to you, you guys know how to reach out to me or you can reach me on here as well. So let's jump right into it. In a relationship with a guy that's separated, not legally, but is showing no signs of a near divorce. Mm. So I've been in a relationship with a guy for almost a year that's been separated for his wife from about for about a year and a half. When we first met, he told me that they were in the process of getting a divorce. We finally decided to make our relationship official about a month into dating. He's told me on three different occasions that he was going to file for the divorce or that she contacted him and said she filed for the divorce. And the last time 
was that she contacted him and said she wanted to move on with her life and they could go have him filing for the divorce. That was right after Thanksgiving. Long story short, that still hasn't happened. My issue is I don't feel comfortable dating a married man, separated or not. We haven't been sexually active since November because I told him we will not be having sex until he gets a divorce. Now, I am not naive, so I'm aware of the possibility that he may be going to get somewhere. That's another story. I just can't understand why it's so hard for him to file for the divorce. They don't have any children. They don't own anything together. So the only thing that I could come up with is that he's holding on to the possibility of them getting back together. I have pretty much ended the relationship because at my age and this point in my life, I'm dating for marriage, not for fun. And I can't marry a married man. He's a good man in many other ways. I just don't want to know. I just want to know if I should stick around and wait it out or follow my heart and mind and just let it go and move on with my life. So the first thing that stood out to me about this outside of the obvious that the man is married is that he had been separated from his wife for a year and a half and you guys have been um, in a relationship for a year, which means that he was separated from her for about six months before you guys made it official, which tells me that you guys were talking prior to the six-month period, which means that he was probably still um, entertaining his wife, <laughs> more than likely he was. So the man had been playing both sides of the fence from the beginning, then riding the fence. The other thing about the situation is that you hit on a very key point. When a married couple is in the process of getting to the divorce stage, if they go through separation first prior to divorce, then that means that there's a chance that they may not even get divorced. It's different when you're married and you go from married to divorce, but you go from married to separated to divorce sometimes for married couples that separation period is a time for you to decide if you want to work things out how things would transition if you have kids um it's basically a break period now for some people there are no breaks it's either we marry or we're not either we're dating or we're not but each marriage is different. Each relationship is, is different. And in theirs, they decided to separate. So I can guarantee you during that separation period, he was still not only intimate with his wife, but they were still talking on an intimate level. If they don't have any children together, they don't own any property, don't have any business ties, then there is no other connection other than a soul tie, which we can get into later, and an emotional connection. So my feeling about him is that he is holding on to her not necessarily in hopes that they'll get back together because he's a man so he really doesn't even care if they're together he wants to leave that door open and oftentimes with men you guys allow them to remain your friend your associate I don't care if you guys are married for 25 years if we couldn't work this thing out as a couple then I don't need to be your friend we need to sever all ties because you don't deserve me. But they weren't even to that point. It sounded like there was a lot of um, uncertainty and back and forth between him and her. I'm going to file. No, uh, we can file together. We just got to go half. Now, unless there are financial reasons, meaning he could not afford to pay for the divorce, then the divorce should have been done. The thing about it is, is if there were financial constraints where he could not afford the divorce and he had no business dating anybody else anyway, outside of being married, 
stop getting into relationships if this is his case with men that are broke. If you broke, then you have no business dating to begin with. But again, that's a whole different podcast episode. I would cut your losses. I would be alone for just a little bit because you need time to heal. Um, You've already admitted to being sexually intimate with this man. So there's a soul tie connection there that needs to be broken. And in order to do that, you need to focus on yourself. Um, You're worth more than being with a married man. And you're worth more than being um, behind closed doors with him. I mean, realistically speaking, can you really even introduce him to your family? The questions that they would have as to why this married man is even in a relationship with you would overshadow your relationship from the gate. I mean, even if you guys stayed together, let's play this out real quick. And later on down the road, y'all got into a serious relationship. Could you even trust him? These are all things to take into consideration. I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire. And baby girl, this whole situation is burnt the hell down. I will cut him off, block him, and move on with my life. You too young, you too beautiful, you have too many options out there. Cut your losses and just move on. And the next guy that's worthy of your commitment, just make sure that he's not in a relationship. Only because while I understand that you may want to say so bad, things happen. You didn't plan to get in a relationship with a married man. But... That's opening Pandora's box. And how would you feel if you were the wife of somebody that was married and they were courting other people? For all we know, they may not have even been separated ever. We don't know. We can't trust his word. He's a liar. So again, cut your losses, baby girl, and move on. That's a bit of advice that I have for you this situation. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of Who Put a Let Go on My Stiletto. I appreciate you guys so much. As always, stay positive, keep your energy up, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.